Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Welcome, welcome anyway, Tammy. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here again. Yeah. It's been a a little while. (laughs) It has. It has indeed. And for those of you who don't know Tammy, Tammy's actually one of our Enlightened Conversations hosts. And she's uh, a beautiful being who um, has just so much love and light to share in the world. Um, I'll just introduce you formally to Tammy. Um, Tammy is... um, just bear with me for a second while I load this up because it's a bit delayed. I had everything printed out, but for some reason I didn't print this bit. I think it wasn't it might meant have been to be this morning. <laughs> so Tammy is a Koya teacher, enlightened conversation host, holistic wellness coach, uh, per 2000 therapist, a workshop and online course facilitator, Reiki practitioner, Heartworks Lomi massage therapist, and soulful products creator. And she's also studied some of the Lightworker Practitioner training, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> and you've created all your services based on what helped you heal and you've created this beautiful company, Earth Radiance, which helps people to um, feel nurtured and loved with, with gorgeous products as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's been quite a journey. And um, as you know, we, we've discussed, you know, as we go along, um, the, the things that you know propel us into what it is that we want to do like something inspires us or we you know yeah. we heal from something we want to share so that's how everything yeah. sort of come about and it's even my yeah. husband though like the whole thing the journey has been so zigzag you know in all over the place but it's all coming together so beautifully now and mm-hmm. like um, I just immersed on the weekend with my coach my business coach and it was yeah. so so amazing to see you know, where I've come from um, in my own growth, but also what I'm now providing and how it encompasses everything that I've learned, you know, including my light worker training, including my, you know, coaching and um, my products. And it's all just coming together so beautifully when we allow things to flow. And um, now my passion is for for every woman in the world to experience how strong her love is because love is truly what's Mm -hmm. going to help us heal and help us, heal ourselves but then you know we help heal others by doing that by filling up our cup and it's just been such yeah. an amazing journey and um, yeah as we you know we we grow all together and as a collective but being able to bring such a service um, I feel so you know blessed in being able to facilitate what I facilitate so yeah and it's really all dimensions of that what you bring isn't it it's how can we love ourselves how can we um, connect to that you know real authentic truth of who we are um, and, and, and what ways can we help to do that. And I just think, wow, what a beautiful um, offering not only to the world but also to yourself that that's mm. what you're choosing to do. Like I think that's a gift for you to give to yourself as well. Definitely, and that's where we thank you. Hey, Susie. Um, I, hey, Susie. I, <laughs> I definitely believe so. Like, honestly, we are our own medicine, and, you know, we create what we need for ourselves. As you know, with your light worker practitioner training and your 12 steps, you know, you created that for yourself first. 
and I find every time I run my courses, I gain so much for it because it's actually I made it for me and I'm aligning and, you know, um, attracting women who also are aligned with what I'm going through and what they're needing and they, you know, they bring in their wisdom as well. So it's not just me. We have this collective, yeah. you know, sharing and growing and, um, you know what's so exciting, it, and it really has been since I've started this journey, is seeing my children evolve with it, you know, because mm. with children, as we know, like, they, they see what we do, but it's how we talk to ourselves. It's what we actually do when we think they're not looking, that that's where they yeah. take, um, you know, our actions uh, onto themselves and they start treating themselves how we do. And so, yes, yeah. for me, it has been such a blessing in focusing on self-love and, I can't tell you how happy I am inside of myself to be living my truth and no longer mm. afraid of judgment of others or the approval of someone else because I have that inside myself first and foremost. And mm. then sharing that space with my children and watching them grow, it's just been so amazing. And um, as you know, you are you too are such a you know a beacon of self love and sharing our passions and what we do without shame or guilt or anything like that. And it's it's exciting and seeing it rippling out into the world, you know, even I started doing little um, circles with my nieces and coaching them with self-love and it oh, was a huge... I just like it just keeps evolving as soon as you say to the universe I'm opening myself to to be able to be of service more these situations come up and my two little nieces they're 10 and 11 and I can't tell you like one of them's had issues you know at school and she's being homeschooled now which is amazing but what happened was she um she gets really affected when someone hurts her feelings and she even said that you know that it's to a point where she doesn't want to be on this earth because it hurts her heart so much And for yep. a little girl to say that was, you know, yep. pretty traumatized. Like, it was, it was so sad. And anyway, mm-hmm. we're talking about self-love and what it means and how we can be our own best friend and we can be the ones who support ourselves and what is it that you need to support yourself through this. And she got mm-hmm. so excited that she was shaking. She goes, I'm just so excited to be knowing this. I can't. I, I'm so thankful that we're doing this. And we did oracle cards and we did readings. But, you know, showing them a different way. And her mum's already super evolved and, you know, a beautiful woman. But because my passion too is to bring self-love. That's where I delve into. I was able to hold space for these young, two beautiful girls to start seeing they can be their own remedy. They can be their own medicine. Oh. And that empowered them and they were just so excited and I'm just going, oh my God, we just did this. It was was just phenomenal and just blew my mind. So, you know, knowing that I can take the next step with, you know, facilitating for younger women as well because they are our future. Yeah. And if we yeah. can get to them before, um, before you know, there's such at an age where they're blossoming and they're so um, influenced about what's around them that if we can show them that they can be their true selves, they can be their own leader um, and yeah. finding what they need, then they don't have to worry about approval or judgments and they stay true to who they are rather than going off, you yeah. know, yeah. down a, a spiraling way where yeah. societal, whole, uh, you need to be like, like yeah. 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 yeah, 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 exactly. And showing that true beauty comes within and from within yeah. and this is what's exciting is if we can teach our young women and even men of course it's not um, based on what sex you are but we I find that at the moment it's the feminine rising so I'm supporting that at yeah. the moment and so holding space yeah. for for those who are wishing yeah. to grow in that way so yeah and I think I think that if we could teach by role modeling purpose and what we're here to do in service 
um, that that's beautiful and that's mm-hmm. the epitome of um, self-love as well. Um, not doing things because we think everybody else is broken but doing things no. because we think that we're all whole and how can we bring attention to that and if we've got that impulse and that's actually what's motivating us to um, if that's what the impulse is behind our role modeling to whether it be our children or the children around us or our or our nieces and nephews or what have you just even um, perhaps the children that come across our work on, on social media um, if we're actually got the energetic vibration that matches the intention that we're all love, we're coming from that place, we're all whole, we're coming from that place, we're um, dusting off the third eye lens so that you can see that too and that you walking your purpose is more attractive than trying to please everyone else and, and that people are more attracted to that than you trying to please everyone else. I think that then that's when we start to really make an impact on a deeper level for um, for for deep 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 change in in the beings that are around us because the the reality is is that there you know for those of you listening who have children um, who uh, you want to please as a parent um, there that's really unattractive to kids um, because what they see is they see a disempowered person but if you come from the place because they read your energy and they don't even know they're reading your energy. But if you come from a place of, no, no, um, I, I love me enough to walk my path and part of that path means taking care of me and part of that path means I need to be the best me to be the best parent for you um, and really holding firm with that, um, then then the kids actually respect it, the time that they have with you and they honour it and they feel that they matter and that they're valuable because you're giving them your best and they really believe you and that really translates energetically. It's not just like words. It's actually a feeling and a vibrational frequency. And um, we can spend a lot of time, especially for some of us who are in this industry of self-growth and self-promotion of, um, you know, your, your abilities and things like that and wholeness. But we can spend time thinking that our children... Um, need to be doing that too and they need to understand the work we're doing in order for them to be okay when in actual fact they may be choosing a completely different path to grow their soul um, where they need to grow it and so it gives us that mutual self-respect that we're respecting ourselves whether or not they understand us and when we're, we're respecting them whether or not we understand their path and the one that they've contracted and they've chosen to walk. And so then there's this real, like there's no power kind of play there with our, with our children and we're looking out for their best interest in how they need to be loved and we're not thinking it has to be the same way that we're doing it for ourselves. So I think it's really, it's a really deep subject, isn't it, this self-love oh, thing, especially it, when it comes it, to parenting. Yeah, it, it's our essence of life, you know what I mean? Uh, we need to be of service to self before we can be service to anyone else. And I think the biggest key too is knowing that we aren't responsible for everyone else's happiness. We aren't. 
And as we go on this journey, we'll see that, you know, people come in and out of our lives and that's okay. And people will react when we start practicing self-love if we haven't because we'll start saying yes to things we didn't usually and we'll start saying no to things that don't feel good for us and creates a reaction. But we have to stand true in who we are and know that you are worthy of and deserving of following your joy, giving love to yourself if that means giving yourself time and you know for children as moms we really need to understand we don't need to create their happiness that's yeah you know if we we need to give them the skills to teach them how they can give what they need for themselves yes we need to keep them healthy and safe and all that but we are part of their journey like you said but we aren't the ones to be able to be responsible for their happiness and when I truly started understanding that that was massive. That like the huge amount of pressure that came off um, was was ridiculous because you know we get into that hover state where oh they're sad now we have to make them happy or we have to do this consistently. But what we're teaching we're not giving them the space to be them or true to them. So what we do now, if mums are wanting to find out how do we start this, is we um, started Soul Hour and it's ah. yeah it is really cool. I was um, my spiritual coach Teresa Voigt and I um, she. I was like, I need to implement something. And we're talking about it. She's like, soul hour. It's amazing. And we've been implementing that. And what we do there, it's um, because my children are four, seven, and nine, um, yeah. We they have activities that they choose to do for an hour that they can be yeah. like, I'm in the house with them, but they're not with me being fully onto them. And so what mm-hmm. they get to do is choose something that feels really good for them. And so, you know, Tom... You know, he loves his PS3. So he has, you know, a game on his PS3 because I usually am very like, you can't play that. And then, but that's his choice. It feels good for him. And then Sophie, yeah. she will, um, you know, she'll draw and so will Brookie. But then Brookie will go and play with her dolls and um, things like that. But they know that's mummy's time. They know that that's yeah. their time. And within that yeah. hour, we get to just be ourselves and do what it is we need for ourselves. And that's giving them that. And when we don't have it, whether we, you know, have things on, Tom will go, you know, I just want soul hour, mum. So, you know, this yeah. role modelling creates that for them too. And so mothers get this. this space. It is. It's just like what you get from it is so much more than an hour of space. Like it's you're teaching your children and you are getting, you're starting to learn how as a mum, especially if you're surrounded by guilt and shame, how to actually yeah. take that time and feel good for all of you. And then, you know, that feeling starts feeling yeah. so good that you start seeking that out more and more in a way yeah. that works for your whole family. So, you know, it's pretty exciting to that. start implementing it. Yeah. I love that. I love Soul Hour. Um I feel like that's such a beautiful, I'm just saying hello to everybody who's watching. <laughs> hey, Susie. Hey, Jag. Hey, Francis. Hey, Angel. It's not coming up on my feed, but I'm, it's coming up on my computer, which I'm looking at over here. That's what I'm looking at. If you ever see me doing this, I'm yeah. just making sure I'm onto it. Um, and um, I just wanted to say that I, I really feel that when we're actually not only giving it to ourselves, but we're saying this is a beautiful gift for us all to um, practice. Wow, I just honestly, I just see that's like a little kind of droplet every day of a microcosm of what could be twenty, you know, twenty four seven their whole life. So you kind of, oh, but we crave soul hour. Okay, let's make it soul two hour. You know, see it through. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. it's like yeah, it's really, it's really lovely. You know, to be in that place of giving to ourselves and getting into that habit. Um, the other thing that I feel is really important is. Um, 
how we respond in highly stressful situations. Mm. Um, uh, like, uh, oh, it was funny. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I'm so unstressed that I just basically laughed straight away. But I mean, it could have been horrendous. But I was at a, um, I was at a, a, a lunch the other, the other mu- week, um, last month, and um, it was for International Greek Day. And I was at the piano bar in Maroochydore and they were serving drinks and, and everything. And I was sitting at the table with, you know, my family and I was wearing a dress and um, the waiter spilt two drinks over me and it went all down one side of me, like my whole dress. It was actually red wine and it was like um, the dress I was wearing was black and cream. So you'd expect for the cream part to show up the, the red wine. And... Um, it showed up nothing. I, I couldn't believe it. I was just dabbing it, laughed and said, oh, no worries. And he was so embarrassed, the poor guy. It was just like, I've never done this in the 10 years I've been a waiter. And, and I just sort of looked at it like, like I saw it from this higher perspective. I thought, gosh, you could have got someone really nasty, but you got me. I didn't say all this to him, but I, I, was, I was processing it. My daughter was obviously there witnessing this whole thing and me laughing and saying, it's fine. And she's also been in the hospitality industry so that would have had an impact on her as to how people can respond to these situations um i've been in the hospitality industry myself um when i was younger and smashed a lot of things um you know (laughs) so i had a lot of compassion for the person um but i guess just from that place of humor and grace and forgiveness and um yeah just I don't know, it just felt like my vibrational frequency wasn't altered by that experience. It just heightened. It just was happy and um, and it reflected on my dress. I mean, I could have had like a, like that's what I mean. Like how did, how did that happen? How did I transcend the colour of, it's almost like wine to water. <laughs> I, mean, it's kind of, I, I took photos because I was like, I can't believe this. And I took photos yeah. afterwards. Um, and um, I just think how our children see us role model our responses in what could be a highly stressful situation. It's also another another really big thing because when we have these values that we live our life by, um, when everything's flowing really well, it's all fa- fine and dandy. But then when we're un- under stress, if we can, can't apply those values, um, they still see that. They still mm-hmm. they still see that that we're not. So then that's perhaps what they then take on and then that's what they mirror back to us to help us to grow mm-hmm. and to <laughs> change it the way we're dealing with it yeah. so we're always learning you know oh yeah. where, where, yeah. you know where can I where can I work on that better yeah definitely and um we just had this come up um in my course the other night and I have to share because it's, it's so relevant yeah. in how we can like everything is our mirror our environment yeah. the people in it and our children are our biggest yeah. mirror and yeah. um we were talking about it because Sophie, my middle child, is a splitting image of me and, you know, pretty much who I was as a child. And I try not to say that because she's her own person, but she, the similarities are pretty full on. And even my parents just yeah. say she's just, you know, a you know, pure reflection of you. And, um, and sometimes that's really triggering for me. Uh, and because, you know, as a parent and seeing who you were as a child grow up and all that kind of stuff that comes with it. But it's been amazing too because... Um, I've started, like, um, I'm a Koya teacher, and so I do Koya, but I had not been doing it for probably three weeks because I started getting in the masculine and very linear again and very controlling. 
and yeah. which I fluctuate through. And anyway, um, I came up super early to come and do quirks. I'm like, I, I know this is something I really need to, um, you know, bring back into my, my days because it allows me to actually feel and feel those emotions that I've been trying to control for whatever reason. Yeah. And anyway... Uh, Sophie came up and Sophie um, usually doesn't come up you know that early and anyway she was up here and I invited her to come and dance with me and usually she's quite free in her dancing but what's been happening is she's been reflecting me and started controlling again and getting in that really controlled mindset for the last week and I thank the moon cycles too because we bring up everything we yeah. want into our awareness by using those cycles and um, she wouldn't move she wouldn't allow herself to move freely in the uh, with the music because she was trying to control and it was so good because what I was saying to her I was receiving back as well and by the end of it like we were just so into the music and expressing our feelings and you know, she felt so good, I felt so good, but I was actually able to role model and help her through something while she was helping me. And it was just yeah. such a beautiful process. And I think we can really learn so much from our children if we, um, you know, bring yeah. awareness. What are they mirroring back to me right now? So if my child's yeah. yelling, what's he mirroring yeah. back to me? Oh, I've been yeah. yelling a bit lately because I'm stressed and I'm not, yeah. I'm not actually dealing with what's cause going underneath so yeah. it's that constant if we give that time to self to delve within mm. and experience our feelings ask ourselves what is it that we need right now and actually go do it then that's yeah. what we sh you know show our kids and I have to share one more tip that um, Alain Million shared so beautifully when um, I was learning her horse course with her um, horse assisted learning is she's like always step back and breathe you know okay. like that one yeah. thing, that simple, one right? tip, yeah. so simple. But putting it into action, you know, and making it your number one reaction or step before yep. you actually speak can be quite difficult, especially when we're used to going, rah, you know, or we're in a reactive state because we're full of anxiety, depression, anger, frustrations, all that kind of stuff. But yep. you, if you'll find if you give yourself this time every day, you'll give yourself space to implement new changes and habits and you'll bring your awareness to the situations that you are reactive to, you know, focusing on yeah. your feelings and being able to move through it in such a more, like in a more beautiful, um, harmonised way, which then reflects back yeah. in our children. Yeah, and oh, I think, like, just a heads up, Tammy Kirkness is watching. I've noticed, hi, Tammy. And Tammy's actually our newest host who has her first enlightened conversation tomorrow. And as you were talking, I was feeling like like you were speaking to Tammy. It's kind of it was like Tammy speaking to Tammy. So yeah, you just <laughs> I was like, I oh that. my god, this is so relevant for Tammy, and yeah. she's hearing it from Tammy, and it's almost like you're saying everything's a mirror. And then I'm like, oh wow, this is this is fabulous. You know, sometimes we just yeah we we want to get into that sort of space of especially when we're organised and efficient and type A personalities and we want to get into that space of over, over I don't know, over doing it or over producing or over whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just got to hang back. And the energy that we're emitting takes care of and flows into everything, including our guest. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so and definitely. Yeah. It's like this mutual kind of flow then. And I think that's, that's, that's very powerful. Hey, I want to run something by you to a completely different topic, but it's just jumped out at me. Yeah. Um, as I was, as I was um, 
doing some things this morning, my, my husband walks in and he's, he's carrying his surfboard under his arm that had disappeared about a month ago. Oh, you found it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is really interesting. Like, what's this about? Like, okay. Well, we had totally let go of it. Let's just say we were, our, our opinion was whoever took the surfboard must have needed it more than, than us. They must have really needed our energy um, and that's why they took the surfboard um, because, we, you know, Tony loves that surfboard. It's, it's, it's got, you know, so much energy and love and high vibes put into it. It's ridiculous. It's just like full on. Um, and so we're thinking, well, this is a big gift for somebody. You know, and our plan was, well, we'll just, you know, save up and buy another surfboard or feel into it, sit in with it, see what we want to do, you know. Anyway, so he walks in a month later with the surfboard this morning. Um, and I'm feeling like maybe the message in that is in our non-attachment and in our generosity and in our perceiving the stolen surfboard in a different way, in a more enlightened way, it was only ever removed from our view for that short time. And that person who really needed those high vibes wasn't resonating with the surfboard. So it's found its way back to us because where it was found was actually in our building. It was actually hidden. I know it was actually hidden in a room that was off to the side before you could get out and there's a camera where the person who'd taken the, the helmets you could see the person with the hoodie and they, they had the two helmets on like in their jacket but you could tell that on the on the on the camera that they'd taken the the two um, helmets out they'd obviously come back for the surfboard but must have seen the camera and then hidden it but on an energetic level I feel like it was like I can't handle this board I can't handle these high vibes, um, and and it was like it wasn't a la it was almost like energetically the board was not ready for them. They weren't ready for the board, and so they hid it. And we've only just found it. Perhaps they were coming back at another time to get it, but it never happened for whatever reason. I mean, a month is a long time, <laughs> a long time yeah. to have a plan uh -huh. that didn't get executed. So I'm thinking, wow, what do you think about all that, Tammy? I'm I'm just so looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that. Oh, you just bring it up so beautifully in that letting go of an attachment. So whether it's a board, a feeling, a situation, a friendship, you know, anything like that that is no longer serving you or needing to bring a lesson to you, isn't it like mm. that whole thing if you've totally found the more loving way to, you know, um, look at the situation, but you've totally let go of an outcome. You've just let it be part of your journey. You've allowed yourself to gain from it and then actually, you know, let it be a positive in your life rather than a negative. And again, letting go of the attachment. I think like this can be reflected in all areas of our life, our business. When it's not about the destination. It's not about the outcome. It's how we are journeying through each stage. And yeah. for reflection for you, like, how beautiful is that? Like, you've allowed it to be what it needs to be. You, you know, you put beautiful thoughts out there. Well, that's, you know, um, for them to experience your love and your vibe rather than going, someone stole this, I'm so angry, I'm, you know, or you could have been in that way. And imagine 
what the reflection would be in your life then if you, you stayed in that mindset. But instead, yeah. you've totally stepped back and seen it in such a loving, light, reflected, enlightened way. You know, it's just so beautiful because also I know you've been sharing this journey with you and, and I remember seeing that post when you said that and people getting angry. You're like, no, well, they must have needed it more than us and, it's you know, it's okay, it's all part of it and showing them it's not about yeah. whether we've let go of this, you know, or had something taken from us but what have we actually been given in return and look what happened. The outcome was yeah. even more amazing than what you could actually have, you know, thought of or envisioned. Yeah, and also I think like if they hadn't taken the board or hidden the board from view, <laughs> so funny yeah. that, um, and and done all that and we hadn't gone all through that and experienced those experiences and we wouldn't, been, we wouldn't have been able to share that attitude with everybody mm -hmm. and, 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 and for them to see how we really live from, mm -hmm. from that place. And so that, that, that in essence, that person who came and did that was doing us a favour. Like mm -hmm. they actually gave us something and they yeah. gave you something and yeah. they gave the other person and everybody who's watching, they gave them something. Uh -huh. And so even, even from that experience of feeling that things are stolen, there, there's never, they're always trying to give us something. They're giving us mm -hmm. an opportunity to step up, to step up the way we can see things differently um, to elevate our perspective. And then it comes back to us. And it's like, here it is. I'm looking at it right now. It's just over there in the hallway, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's back. Like, we, we, it's like a friend, like, hi, yeah. you're over there. And I'm yeah. looking at you and you're smiling at me. And, and it, it's almost like this sort of cheeky, light little, um, I, was just, I was just, you know, hidden for a little while, guys, and I'm back. You know, it's so cute yeah. when you've got an, not an attachment to your possessions but a, a relationship with mm -hmm. them that you mm -hmm. can not be possessive of, but you can also be grateful for. We're mm. really grateful for that board. And, and you even realise even more how much you loved it and how much it was part yeah. of your life, you know, or what it meant yeah. to you in, in, the, in the, the whole scheme of things. But I also would like to share, following on from that, how we reflect and how we act in a situation and how it can have, like, a huge flow and effect. So um, is that okay yeah. or did you want to keep... Working yes, on that. please do. So, no, um, please, 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 please. So two weeks ago I had some beautiful, two beautiful mums out um, were having a play date and uh, my son Tom was swinging on a swing. Anyway, he fell yeah. off and um, went Superman style and broke his arm or fractured his arm. Ow. Yeah, it was, and he was, he was so distraught. And for the first yeah. time in my life as a mum, I was not caught up in what's actually happening and was mm -hmm. able to be there because I think, you know, well, I know from being full in my cup and uh, filling myself up, well, you know, being really good with my self-love and spiritual practices, I just felt really balanced. And, you know, I could wow. feel that, um, yeah, it was really amazing. He was so distraught, screaming because it was hurting. And he's like, I wish this didn't happen. And he was just so sad and, um, you know, really distraught. And, you know, I was able to hold space for him. The other mums were amazing and were able to calmly get him up and call the ambulance and all that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. But what, what I was telling him once everyone had sort of gone out to try and, um, you know, wave down the ambulance because we live out, um, out, out of town, 
was that I was able to explain to him that this is something that we were go are going to gain from. Like this is really an experience that we don't know what just right now, but knowing that yeah. it is exactly going to be what we need it to be. And yeah. honestly, like in no joke, and this it feels really uncomfortable sharing, but um, a couple of weeks beforehand leading up to this, there's some really, um, you know, some words coming through with regards to his health and he kept saying it, you know, he kept saying, oh, cancer's coming out of my hand and he's had some issues with his lymph nodes and all that kind of thing and, you know, I was a bit um, reactive to that and I'm just like, well, this is going to be something and it kept coming to me that I'm going to be able to, it's, it's not about the arm, it's about his health. And um, what happened was I've been using an energy healer, um, a vibrational energy healer actually, and I booked, I, I called her straight away, I told her what happened and she got straight on to um, working with him and what came up from her delving into that was lymphatic, like, um, you know, tumour um, and all these kind of things coming up, which I knew and she picked everything up. So this was a gift, you know, it was such a gift yeah. and if I had been caught in the moment, oh, it's just a broken up, it's just a let's focus on how he's feeling right now, blah, blah, you know, all this kind of thing. I wouldn't have been aware to what else was going on and taking the steps that I needed to take to support him on his health journey and healing journey. And yeah. I'm so grateful that that happened because it put an awareness around um, what was really needed to be focused on. So letting go of the attachment of the outcome of what actually happened with him and letting it be the lesson that we needed or the awakening or the awareness bringing. And I have to tell you, he's now like he was on painkillers for um, one and a half nights, and then that was it. He doesn't even feel like he has a broken arm. We went and got an X-ray again, and it's it's you know a good old fracture, um, but he has no pain, and that's because you know we went down the the, the healing path with what we did. But um, now also he's healing on his whole overall body and um, it's wow. these like lessons we get to learn and, and these awakenings and like why I feel that it resonates with what happened with you is because we step back. We don't get caught in yeah. what is actually happening. We let things unfold and for it to be yeah. exactly what we need to bring whatever it is that we need to us and in whatever you situation. You, you'd you'd recognised like precursor to all that happening, you recognised your reactiveness and your stuff around what was coming out of him and you saw you were able to take a step into to say something's something else is going on and you sort of like open to what that is and then so then when something like that presents itself you, you you've already done the work almost to, mm -hmm. to be in a, a space of non reactiveness and complete I don't know, just a completely different transitional space uh, that's supportive rather than, you know, what could happen, which is like yes. full-on shock and trauma mm -hmm. as a mum. Mm -hmm. um, so, wow, on mm. that one. High, high five on the high vibes, Cammy, on that. that that's mm. incredible. You know, mm. the thing that I'm feeling about him too is that when he said that he had cancer coming out of his hands, it feels to me like what he's really saying is, mum, I'm a medical intuitive, I can see energy. Mm. And 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 I need to own my 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 body, mm -hmm. um, and the the broken arm feels like it's really him crashing into his body and saying I'm here, mm. and I'm going to acknowledge my gifts. It's what it feels like to me mm -hmm. as you're talking. I don't know if mm -hmm. you resonate with that, but that's what I'm getting yeah. as you're talking. Well, he knew, and once really, you know, if we hold space for ourselves to, you know, grow our intuition, actually listen, because I was shutting down those thoughts that were coming up previous, right, because it's scary, that can't be right, you know, 
that kind of thing. Um, but also, too, what happened was that morning, no, kid you not, he said to me, Mum, do you know what happens when you ring triple zero, Mum? And I'm like, well, what's that, buddy? He goes, well, you get put through to an operator and then you have to so they ask you, do you need to talk to fire, um, police or ambulance? I'm like, oh, that's really great. And we had a chat about that. And I was talking to the ambulance guy about this. He's like, well, how did he know that? And I'm like, mm. actually, I'm not too sure. And I said to Tom, how did you know that? And he goes, I don't know. I just knew it. I just knew that what it was. But, you know, these synchronicities and these intuition, yep. intuitive things, It's we need to grow these in ourselves but also hold space for it in our kids and then bring it to their awareness too. So like what you just yep. said, I'm going to go and talk to Tom about this yep. and bring it into his awareness because it's reinforcing that, they're believing in themselves, believing in what yeah. they're thinking and feeling and picking up because the best thing we can do as a parent is to actually reinforce their self-confidence in who they are and what they believe and what they're thinking. So thank you so much yeah. for sharing that too because I'm really excited okay. to talk to them about that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very validating for their reality and mm. the fact that you've walked, what you've done is you've taken him to an alternative medical practitioner, if you mm -hmm. like, who's actually exposing him on a deeper level to what we're talking about mm -hmm. and I feel like that's actually imprinting on him where he can actually gravitate towards in the future so mm -hmm. this experience is also a gift to himself to carve his path where he wants to go and what mm -hmm. he wants to focus on so it's you know she's an intri intrinsic part of that story so mm -hmm. the way you've handled it of course you go to a doctor you know the hospital you get the cast you know, you put all that, you know, the 3D world together, but then mm -hmm. you don't ignore what's going on behind everything mm -hmm. and, you know, you, you also bring attention to that. Him wanting, for me, cancer's always around, um, like, the body not recognising itself on a cellular level and mm -hmm. so, therefore, it's, it's, it's energetically it probably happens before the actual cells change. And so it feels like, for me his acknowledgement of I need to own more of who I am mm -hmm. is, is, is what's calling him. That's what he's really seeing energetically and, and it's called cancer. Mm. But he's, what, what it is is really that he, that he wants to not develop that on a physical level, yeah. which is fantastic. Yes. It's very yeah. exciting because, and then like the fear that came up, like there was this like, you know, all this thing happened, it's like slap, bang, but it's okay, fine, you know, like, and you sort of don't have that reaction yeah. because it's like, it's fine, like, it's, it's everything's yeah. okay, so I don't need to get caught up, yeah. and it's like, um, like, Rochelle Sheik, who's a choir teacher, she uses the shaking, yeah. and, um, you know, we can get caught up in the situation and what's happened and stay in that state, in that energy, or we can shake it off, like, let it totally yeah. and completely go, whether you put <laughs> some music on and just shake your whole yeah. body and let Mother yeah. Earth take back all that and transmute that energy, or yeah. um, and, and then continue to live our life rather than being based in fear or in the, what happened, what could have happened, what ifs, anxiety, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Because mums are so good at yeah. being like what ifs. We get stuck yeah. in the what ifs. But if we yeah. shake it off and we completely just, you know, be that it's all okay, everything's fine, and now I can keep living. I don't need to be stay stuck here. I can keep moving forward. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. I love that. Yep. And sometimes that's all you have to do is a bit of a Shania Twain. Shake it up. Is it Shania Twain? No. Uh, who, whoever it is that sings, shake it up. Oh, um, well, um, Taylor Swift. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. And 
Yeah, I love that. And well. Let It Go yeah. by Michael Frenati, yeah. I think his name is, like, Let It Go. Like, the women just love Let It Go because it's sort of upbeat, but you're letting go of crap while you're doing it and you're feeling amazing yeah. and you're getting a workout and you just feel, yeah. like, on top of the world because you just, like, totally released all this negative energy. It's just so good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just I wanted to sort of mention that, that I have had some conversations with an intergalactic being in the last week who... I was hoping you'd um, bring this up. Yeah, that told me that eventually um, we're not going to have bodies. So, I mean, a lot of us will um, evolve to the point where we, we're at a last incarnation where there's no body, like a no physical body and no physical universe. It's, it's not actually heaven and it's not actually death. It's actually life. And so that's pretty profound. Um, not everybody has to not have a body in order to get to that point, though. So it's not like, um, what's the word, um, mandatory. Mm -hmm. um, but, but some people are. And so what I was shown is, is that there's no body, but there's con continual communication happening all the time and interacting with each other. So there's... Um, so, for instance, someone doesn't have a body, um, but then they come across another spirit and they don't have a body. But then that spirit can say that being human, human being in that spiritual form, they without the body, they can actually see every single past life that that, that person's had. Yeah. Um, but they don't get a download. They don't get the download straight away. They just get bits and pieces during mm -hmm. a conversation, which would be a telepathic conversation, given the fact that there's no, no mouth speaking. Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty profound to think that because what we're doing Tammy is we're promoting conscious conversation right yes and, and it's gonna... really <laughs> I know oh, I think right. that's the last incarnation it mm. is quite like for some people that 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 they they have to be I guess not um not uh focused on the physical in order to really do the emotional processing and, mm. and what he called resolving. So there's no death, but it's resolving. So once a person's resolved all their stuff, which could take a while at that particular, what seemed like an endless eternity of time without a sun, without a sleeping and without, it just seemed like, a, like a lot. I mean, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Um, actually, I don't know the intrinsic details yet. I'm going to have to put, put that, off the side and say I don't know if they sleep I have to ask him that question but he did say that that they do do group work mm -hmm. and they do actually help each other and resolve so they get together they have conversations anything that's get, keeping them stuck the other person will say hey I'm seeing this about your past life blah blah blah, blah and they'll, they'll actually bring it up so mm. it kind of felt like a really powerful uh, place and it felt to me like conversation was really intrinsic to the development of people. Isn't that amazing? Because it, it totally takes away um, what we get stuck on, like our looks and what we're yeah. wearing yeah. and, you know, those silly things, what we're eating. Not that silly, but you know what I mean, those kind of things. And to really just be on an energetical, um, spiritual form. Could you imagine the freeness of just feeling? Mm. Like, wouldn't yeah. like, could you imagine of letting go of everything and just feeling and feeling things of all sorts because like we said nothing's right or wrong and if we feel one emotion only then we get really bored with that so it's about you know evolving and growing and feeling all of that and I, that would just give you so much spaciousness just to focus on you know resolving as you said and you know working through it all but to then be at what state like this enlightened state of again the collective awareness and consciousness yeah there's a lot of people there that 
you know that that he said there's a lot of people there that will have a conversation with somebody and they'll totally um, be completely in joy for them. Mm. Um, doesn't matter what they haven't processed because they know how close they are to resolving mm. and they can actually see that. So their sort of ability can see that point that they need to get to. And it may be that that person, because you did say the highest vibrational frequency in that particular universe was peace. But he said the lowest frequency was depression because some people think, what's the point? And I'm losing mm. all these people, they're resolving, and I'm losing all these people and they're not coming back. And, I, you know, they, 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 yeah. there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a shadow side to the universe where you think it was easy not to have a body, but it's actually quite difficult because it, it's forcing you to face everything <laughs> yeah. that you need to resolve. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, it was, but for the That's... people like him, it was a joyful experience because he could mm. see how close everybody was to resolving and he knew that it didn't matter if they were in depression, he knew that they were that close and they couldn't see it themselves. I thought that was phenomenal, especially for rewriting how we see depression in even in this universe and how mm -hmm. we, uh, I guess, judge it or assess it, judge yes. people. Yes. Oh, definitely. And because when someone, like, you know, going through my own burnout from, you know, anxiety and fear and all that kind of stuff with my uh, youngest daughter, you, you can't see an ending, but then you get a breaking and then the light comes through and then you're like, yeah. there is a different way, you know, and it's always, but it always, always is that that shift or that, I, I, I don't want to say breaking, that you're breaking apart, but you're breaking open, you know, and to, yeah. to break away the, the, you know, the shutters or whatever it is, bring awareness, yeah. opening awareness, whatever it is, but then you go on to this then enlightened journey and like we are doing, we get to share that and tell people they're not by themselves and that's what's exciting about what we do is when we do yeah. share our stories and we have these kind of conversations is bringing awareness that then you might be even in like um, super conscious spirit states that they still are, you know, processing and going through that. But always understanding that we might not think that this will ever end, but it will. This mm -hmm. state, whether it's, you know, super depression, um, that really shadow side, there's always going to be light coming through. And it's just your process and allowing that to resolve, as you said. That's really amazing. I know. I'm still processing it because I, I wrote like 12 pages on, you know, the whole thing and I just put it on my Facebook page this morning because like he did say to me, I said to him, should this be a book? He said it might be but just go share it. Don't worry about it having mm -hmm. it to have it in a book and just share it. Like there are so many people, he said, like myself who um, would feel very validated by the information that's coming through because um, they they might be on their last incarnation right now, and he said that if you share the information with them now, that's going to be very helpful for them mm. and validate a lot for them. Um, and that's what they need right now. There's not a lot of people that can give that to them, mm -hmm. you know, because there's not, you know, they might be just so highly evolved that there's just not a lot of people that can. Not that they need the validation, but it's lovely to receive the validation, it feels really good. I know I, mm. I was very teary when he was talking to me. I felt very validated by a lot of the things that he said to me and I can only imagine that it would validate so many people. So I posted it on Facebook. I'm, it's there for everybody to to download if they want to read it. Um, the whole conversation's 
the two conversations that I've had so far with Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Awesome, Dave. Oh, got a better sense the, of humour. Yeah, yeah, the intergalactic yeah. being, Ralph, you know, conversations <laughs> with Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Yes, sharing. That was, um, and it, it is, you know, I think it's comforting in a way too um, for, you know, there's, it's just like there is, it's never ending no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Even if it's the last, last can, uh, incantate, incart, whatever, you know, <laughs> incarnation. Incarnation. <laughs> incarnation. Incantation. Uh, um, incarnation of think, a physical. Think, yeah, form. incarnation, like think of a, a flower. Oh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. We're in bloom. Uh, We're in bloom. <laughs> I, I, know, I don't even know where that was coming from. And, but anyway, incantation. Um, yeah. You know, and, um, yeah, then having this, this other journey, this you know, of this evolution and growth. And I think for me, like, when you tell me about it, again, it, it even removes, like, I feel I'm not really fearful about death at all. I think it's all part of the process. Yeah. but. You know what I mean? Like again, it's it's just that reinforcement that there are for those to to go on to another journey. So yeah, and he was telling me like um, that you know because we had all these questions, my husband and I were like a million questions, and um, he was saying um, like my husband asked, I think we we're having this conversation where he asked, oh, if if you if you're over in this universe, in 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 where we are in Earth, and then you die would you go to that universe for your last incarnation? And he said no, because um, not necessary. Although, of course, I'm travelling there to get information and bring you back here. He said that's unity consciousness in action. The whole universe is connected and it is, you know, information is required to at this level to come back at your level. It's part of the whole thing. But he did say that um, your the, 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 the karmic ties that you have to your earth um, and the people that you would have spent many lifetimes with are the, are the specific people that will trigger the specific things that requ are, are required to resolve. And that made a lot of sense to me because I thought, oh, that makes a lot of sense, of course. You know, so you're, just say you, you've not resolved everything, you've made it to, you know, the final incarnation and it has to be in that form. Um, and they're the only ones that can really understand. It's almost like, you know, you're having a meeting with somebody and they're thinking about this, they're, 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 you're able to pick up all the interactions that you've had with them. But, you know, just say you're the person who abused them every lifetime and you're seeing all the effects of that abuse for the first time mm. and you're, you're feeling all the effects of the abuse there for the, for the first time and you're only understanding what they went through for the first time. I mean, wow. Mm. And, you know... Um, AKA there's like no prison required, right? Like, you know, mm. someone's either getting it and they're changing um, because they're experiencing the reality. They're not just seeing it, they're feeling it. They're, they're going, almost going through it, what they've created. They, mm. they you know, they're, they're feeling it on the deepest, on the, on the vibration that they're at, they're feeling it. So if they've evolved past it, um, then they've evolved, evolved past it and, they, and they're not, you know, there's no need to feel those those lower vibrational frequencies because they're in a place of compassion for themselves and that person that they've done it to. But yeah, I just think, wow, that's like phenomenal. Like to think mm. that that's how isn't it resolves. Isn't that like you know the biggest wish for humanity is that we were able to do that? 
you know, instead of going through all these other processes, you know, like like you said, prison and stuff, but wouldn't it, you know, for someone to actually be able to feel what their, you know, their, their, their ripple or what they've created in another person's life, to actually feel that. So that on like a huge level would actually shift their consciousness and awareness so they would, you know, they wouldn't go on and do that again or whatever, you know what I mean, to actually feel and to feel what yeah. they've um, been part of or yeah, that's I huge. Think that one of the like when I'm talking to you and hearing you say that, I feel like one of the the biggest issues with the criminal world is disconnection. Like they don't yes. they they don't feel the ripple of what they've done. They're, mm -hmm. It's in a narcissistic ball. Mm -hmm. um, that they're just in self preservation and um, self gain, and they don't understand what they're doing, and so they don't get it and they don't learn from it. So then, therefore, because they're divorced from the principle of unity, they actually can't really learn and grow and rehabilitate properly. So, in essence, it feels like unity consciousness is, is the ultimate rehabilitation yeah. for, uh, you know, for really shifting, like for, for genuine rehabilitation. Like, yes. You know, not punishment. Punishment doesn't work. Punishment just reinforces, um, you know, that uh, you're not worthy and you deserve to you're bad and that's all it reinforces. It mm. just reinforces disconnection. Because yeah, that would... got somebody... I, I watch these shows and if you've got somebody punishing and they're going, I'll never forgive that person for what they did. They raped my daughter. I'll never forgive them for murdering my daughter. I'll never... You know, and you hear it. I, I watch forensic files and you hear people come to the end of it and they're like, I'll never forgive them. I'll, you know, they'll never rehabilitate. You hear all these things. And then you imagine that they're at this final stage, this last incarnation, where that's who they're faced with. Just say mm. they're faced with the person who murdered their daughter. And they're still in unforgiveness and they're not able to resolve. And they're having to re-experience how the ripples of their behaviour in not being resolved have affected multiple people in their lives for perhaps multiple lifetimes or multiple, you know, can you imagine? Mm -hmm. They've yeah, got to what their unforgiveness of that person has cost them. It's huge on both sides. That's the thing because, like, um, you never know what you, you know, you, um, what you, what you're not aware of, I guess. And but that's the thing is when we stay in these states of unforgiveness or anger or frustration towards others, usually like that victim state, we just stop ourselves from living. Like we just like, especially going through your light worker practitioner training. It's it's so true in that you know if we focus on that, what are we actually losing for ourselves? So. Emma, Emma Mogg has uh, a question. If you have a feeling that someone has been here before, is that because you can yeah. feel them vibrate at a different frequency? Hey, Em. Hey. Hey, Emma. Um, I'm not sure I understand that question. If you have so, a feeling that someone has been here before, is that because you can feel them vibrate at a different frequency? No. I don't think so. I mean, so you know, like you know, when we have um, kids or something, we know that they're old soul. Like, what is it that actually mm. brings that awareness that we know that they're just, you know, they've been here before? Oh, like a more evolved soul. Or that they've I just been, been here. here before. I think oh, okay, yes, before. yeah. That's so yeah. that confuses me a little bit. But Emma, I yeah, I agree. Uh, if it's a person who's coming in there like an old soul, you, you can definitely feel it, can't you? Can you, you know what I mean? You can sense mm -hmm. it. You can sort of, yeah, I, I can feel it because um, you feel more of a connection if you, if you resonate at that level, right? 
and just say you're you're really evolved and you've sort of got some some spidey senses going on and you've spent some time on psychic development and things like that and then you have a child and they kind of naturally you feel naturally connected to them you're probably going to find that even if it's not activated yet they're probably resonating there they've, they've been through enough to get to a certain point that you're at at this point and um, that'll eventually pop open even if it hasn't popped open when they're actually younger that's that's my sense because there's a lot of kids that are waiting to be activated at a certain period of time they don't mm -hmm. they don't look psychic or they don't act psychic they don't do the woo-woo stuff at all they're quite pragmatic kids but then hit their 30s and bang mm -hmm. that was me by the way that was me I was I wasn't <laughs> same well yeah, you know, just I didn't, that yeah age. it activated I couldn't believe it and when it activated it was like holy crap okay definitely like, <laughs> boom, like straight from you know nine to five and this this yeah, yeah. perfect picture life in society's view to going what the hell? What am I doing? Yeah. But then creating, you know, such a magical life once you start trusting and growing it. But yeah, I um, well, I thank get you. It. Like, thank, yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to have to sign off to, to do a few announcements in a second. Did you have one thing that you wanted to say just then, honey? No, no, no. I just no, no, no. That's fine. No, I just want to thank you for the space to to you know um yeah converse and talk about all things beautiful like we do like it's so right. varied and wide and that's what I, I love know. so much so thank you you never know where it's going to go which is part of the fun and yeah. um what would you like to um share with, with people in terms of how they can contact you or anything that's coming up for you as well yeah sure so um I'll just quickly grab something So there's a few ways they can um, um, work with me. Um, I have a free group, the Real Wild Women Collective, which will be changing very shortly, um, but still be a supportive group. Um, I also am uh, my next uh, Nurture, Nourish and Connect course, which is a six-week online self-love, self-development course, is running again in June. So I'll be um, I'm taking openings for that. But if it's for people who are just wanting to yeah start um, cultivating self-love using really positive and high vibing products that are organic and natural. I have um, a beautiful self-love kit um, that I've created from my own experience of, you know, um, my own journey, but it's just got products that have affirmations um, and intentions on there. So women actually, you know, having, it's not, these are tools, these are all tools. Having something that's beautiful and connects you to, I, I'm actually going to give conscious um, intention of love to myself by using these products and it sort of grows and cultivates and raises their vibration and it's all about focusing yeah. on the inner beauty rather than the outer beauty. So, you know, um, I, I just, you can find me on Facebook at Earth Radiance and have a look at what I do um, and go from there. But if you're meant to find me, you'll find me. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think if people are meant to find us, they, they find us. If they're meant to watch the episode, which is pretty cool, um, talking about so many different amazing things. Um, Wow. You know what I was just thinking? I was just thinking, gee, how cool would it be to kind of write a book of all the conversations I've had with people? Because there's been like over 100 conversations. And I was thinking, gee, that would be a good book, just writing a book on all the conversations and what we've talked about. Anyway. That, that <laughs> Either get it transcribed, get each, each episode I know. transcribed. Somebody transcribe them. Who, who wants to put their hand up for me and transcribe? <laughs> oh, awesome. That'd be amazing. All right, beautiful. Cool. Well, all right, thanks, great gorgeous. To, Great to connect with you. I'm going to make a few announcements, so um, I'll um, catch you soon. Bye. Bye, darling. Thank you so much, Bye. everyone. Thank you for watching. And um, 
yeah, I'm just going to actually mention a couple of things coming up. I need my glasses to do this one though. Let's go. So tomorrow we have the beautiful Tammy Kirkness. Now Tammy is actually um, um, doing a, a live stream with um, Helly he Weston and she's currently in New Zealand and she's actually going to be, um, she, it, through her unique combination of deep mindset coaching, breath work and channeling and energy medicine, Helly powerfully supports the truth seekers to find clarity from within, leading to more inspiration, meaning, love and positive impact in their lives. She's originally from New Zealand and she's now based in Bali and leads training for thousands of women and men around the world, both live and online. And that is tomorrow and it's in Australian Eastern Standard Time of 7.30pm on Friday, but from Zurich it's 11.30am. It's very exciting. It's going to be live from Zurich. Um, and then we also have um, next week, we've got um, Stephanie Nassis joining me. Oh no, sorry, not next week, Third, the Thursday the 3rd of May, so Thursday fortnight. Um, and she's a holistic practitioner, mental health educator, meditation facilitator, and trauma-sensitive PTSD yoga instructor. And she's been a first responder for over 20 years, and we're going to chew the enlightened fat together. Um, and then we've got also on Friday the 11th of May, coming up in May at 10 o'clock, We've got Raul Estevez and Cheryl Hart um, in an enlightened conversation. And Cheryl is actually an intuitive artist and she's on the Gold Coast. And so I'm looking forward to seeing that episode because I'm, 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 I, love, I love seeing what people channel when it comes to their artwork. Um, and then coming up later in May, on Tuesday the 8th of May, I've got Leanne Barefoot Medium. And we're going to also have a, a good little chat. And I also wanted to mention that we do have uh, our newest host joining us very soon, apart from the wonderful Tammy Kirkness. We've also had um, an, a new um, enlightened being join us and her name's Sarah Shalizi and I love her accent and she's from Arizona in the US and she's going to be joining us um, very soon on Enlightened Conversations as a brand new host. So. Um, lovely to connect with you all today and blessings to you all. Remember in unity consciousness, our divine enlightened conversations are always non-judgmental, unconditionally loving and we're not afraid to talk about anything that comes through that spirit wants us to talk about because that is an enlightened view. Mwah. Lots of love to you all.